Welcome back everyone to the second market update of the week. I'm your host Saklane and as opposed to the first episode where we were very uh, stock specific, today we're looking at a general overview of what's going on in the markets. We're looking at the UK, the US and then a little bit of news from Asia as well. So just a kind of general market update. Well, the saga revolving GameStop has kind of uh, unfortunately died down as we see the share price dipping to about $100 a share. Still a lot higher than what it was at the start, but obviously down about $300 from the peak. However, this also meant that the broader equity market is seeing a rebound from the dips we saw last week. The S&P and the Dow Jones have seen continuous gains from Monday to Wednesday. The Dow Jones rose by 0.12% when markets closed on Wednesday. Similarly, the S&P rose by 0.1%. However, the Nasdaq dropped marginally by 0.02%. Good news for the US Treasury yields as well on the bond side of things as they rose due to stronger economic data and a push in Washington to pass a massive relief plan. The 10-year yield was up 3.2 basis points and ended at 1.14%. Still nothing to write home about per se, but an improvement nonetheless. So a few updates on the UK economy. We can see that small businesses are not just being affected by COVID restrictions actually, but their profits are seen to be wiped out due to the Brexit red tape that's just gone up at the start of this year. With extra costs of trading with the EU, their operations are forced to relocate to Europe. Some of these extra costs include courier fees, health certificates and other Brexit costs. Duties on goods originating outside the UK, the administration of VAT and operations within the bloc are also adding considerable costs. So what are some of the implications of these extra costs on these small businesses in the UK? Well, a lot of them will potentially have to shift their operations to the EU to maintain their margins, or they will risk losing a lot of profits, uh, which are already being detrimentally impacted by lower sales revenue due to the pandemic. For those who decide to shift their operations across the channel, this will of course affect employment in the UK and could lead to a rise in unemployment rates. On the other hand, others who are simply absorbing the spiraling costs of sending goods will be reducing their already stretched margins and thus impacting their future business plans. Overall, it's not an entirely positive outlook for the small and medium enterprises in the UK, as many will make a net loss on the EU exports with decreased sales and profits. But seeing how these businesses are being affected by Brexit, you know, maybe we can focus in on the UK manufacturing sector. There seems to be a new update in the PMI, and the PMI, just to remind you, is a Purchasing Managers Index, which is a weighted average of businesses' assessments on output, new orders, employment, supplies, delivery times, and stock of purchases. According to the IHS Market Purchasing Managers Index, it dropped to the lowest level in three months, to 54.1, since December's three-year high of 57.5. We can see that delivery times in January are also one of the longest in 30 years due to the supply chain disruption. This is due to COVID-19 and Brexit restrictions which constrained factory production. Overall, according to Rob Dobson, director at IHS Market, the new COVID restrictions, the end of the Brexit transition period and client closures have instilled a renewed level of uncertainty in the manufacturing sector. So that's a little bit about the UK. What about the US? Figures have revealed that the US economy shrank for the first time in 2020 by 3.5% since the financial crisis. Despite the rapid growth we saw in the fourth quarter, GDP in the fourth quarter grew at 4% annual rate and expected to remain positive in the next few months. There will be a slow recovery as parts of the economy are still affected by the pandemic. On the other hand though, customer confidence in housing and automobiles have risen, showing the strong support for the economy by the housing and manufacturing industry. I guess you can always count on consumerism in America. 
What about the labor market in the US? It seems to have kind of rebounded slightly. According to the US job figures for January, the nation's economy has resumed hiring, but it will of course take longer to recover from the COVID-induced losses than many had anticipated. The long-term unemployment, those jobless for 27 weeks or more, increased about 4 million in December from 1.1 million in February of 2020. In total, about 18.3 million Americans are on unemployment aid. And the US has 9.8 million fewer jobs than it did in February. I'm of the opinion that the slowing economic rebound and the recent employment statistics will pose a huge challenge for the Biden administration. This is all still heavily reliant on the pandemic, where no real improvement in the job market will happen until lockdown restrictions are eased and vaccination numbers are increased. So this early period, I feel, will be really, really crucial to see how President Joe Biden goes about his business. If we just kind of shift our focus towards Asia a little bit and the APAC region, some pretty dire news has come out about the Philippines' GDP. The Philippines' GDP has shrank 9.5% in 2020. Just to give you a taste for how bad that is, it's the worst it shrank since World War II. This is due to the various policies and restrictions implemented to save lives during the pandemic. Household spending, a key economic driver for the country and a large component of GDP, shrank by 5.7% last year due to millions of job losses. On top of this, the economy was also further impacted by the Tal volcano eruption in January 2020 and devastating typhoons in the fourth quarter. Despite the slow reopening of the economy this year, the economy is expected to grow by 65 to 7.5% in 2021 as consumer expenditure is starting to recover. So guys, sorry to um, put a bit of a ne- negative uh, lens on the weekend for you guys. I hope you're enjoying it, by the way. But, you know, this is a reality of the times we're in. They will not last forever. However, uh, a lot of the uh, sectors are struggling. I guess in the UK, it's being compounded by, by Brexit. In America, the unemployment rates seem to be really stark. And then finally, in the Philippines, we're seeing some some shrinkage of the economy there. But there will be a bounce back and uh, you should remain hopeful and I will catch you guys next week.